0: Here we go.
1: What's up, Blackhawks Tribe? Today is Tuesday, March 3rd. Uh, thanks for downloading, tuning in, and listening to this uh, special Puckin' Hostile Shoutcast number.
0: Uh, this is episode number 23, the Jeff Tafe episode.
1: <laughs> of all the names you could have picked,
0: <laughs> Yes. the
1: Jeff Tafe episode.
0: It lost uh, Ryan, Van, uh, Ryan Vandenbush, Jim Vandemir, and Stu Grimson were all in the running as well.
1: As well as Wayne, Wayne Vandenbush, too. My favorite.
0: I'll give, yes, I'll give you the props for that one since I was only three when he played on the Hawks.
1: <laughs> Gatekeeper here with my uh, partner in crime as always, Pat Stankis. Uh, we are affectionately anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world. And we are the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Derek Harms. Jake Prow, Zed the Brewer, BassFrog88, as well as anonymous people. And the people consist of the millions ah. of Puck and Hustle Shoutcast fans all over these there interwebs. So here we are, people. That is the deal or no deal music. (laughs) I had to pull that up special, (laughs) just special just for this episode. Um, This is the trade deadline uh, episode of the Puck and Hustle shoutcast. Uh, We figured that uh, there's going to be so many moves and all this stuff that uh, we better just put together a special little, uh, you know, episode for us to, uh, you know, Lay it out and talk about it because we get so sidetracked. And speaking of sidetracked, <laughs> you know, we just watched uh, John Scott beat up a little boy on national TV. <laughs> I think his name was Derek Dorsett, but he looked like he was about four years old.
0: And so. there is no truth to the rumor that the Florida Panthers called both of us to see if we were available tonight to suit up.
1: Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny that. They may or may not have, uh, you know, attempted to tweet me looking for uh you know, a little assistance and net tonight. So, <clears throat> so anyway, um, quickly, uh, I want to, uh, this is uh, by the way, this is going to be completely free for him. We really don't have much in the way of notes except for, uh, the trades that happened, but I did want to, uh, since our, our super fan, Derek Harms was complaining, I did want to read his, uh, he did put up a review on uh, iTunes. So I just, I, I have to read that, otherwise he 'll cry himself to sleep every night. <laughs> uh, so this is from our super fan derek arms uh, day two still anxiously awaiting my t shirt i 'm becoming i 'm i 'm beginning to worry if the package was intercepted by ninjas <laughs> as the hours pass, my anxiety grows. if only I had tracking information to easy my stress, <laughs> obviously spelling wasn't his uh, wasn't his double, best subject.
0: Double the points for the grammatical errors. Yeah,
1: I certainly hope that the delivery trick didn't explode. Until then, I will continue to wait at my desk, hoping for the reception or hoping the receptionist brings me a package with my puck and hustle T-shirt inside. Well, he can't be that big a fan because we did tell him that uh, it is on back order and he's going uh, to yes. get a rain check.
0: It's on indefinite back order too.
1: Yeah. Well, wow.
0: for all your complaints, that's Sonoga printing company that you could,
1: <laughs> although, although Mister Sonoga did get a hold of me and uh,
0: yes, he to, did to at
1: least say, hey, why is Pat bugging me? <laughs> did he really? Well, he said Pat got a hold of me. Is there anything? Oh. And I said, well, I did give you a logo like a year ago, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I believe he came back and asked me. He goes, did you guys make this yourselves, or is this copyrighted? I'm like, oh God. Yeah, this is where we're gonna go with this. Yeah, (laughs) just put it on a fucking t-shirt. That's all I'm asking you to do.
1: Yeah, it's from overseas, so it's not copyrighted. (laughs) He has nothing to do with U.S. laws.
0: But uh, you know, to Derek Arms, you know, your shirt will be in the mail as soon as you come up with that Roosevelt Photoshop you promised the other day. Still waiting. We're uh, going on Wednesday now because you'll be listening to this Wednesday morning.
1: And I and I do have to say he has been very mouthy lately. I don't. I'm (laughs) I'm not liking it. I really. I, I mentioned it last time, but. We're just going to have to settle him down. I don't like when people disagree with me.
0: <laughs> but you got to give him props for the cucumber. Uh, yes, stuff. he did. That he was did. fantastic. That. <laughs> that was awesome.
1: It's clear he has a lot to do at work. So, uh, And then we did get another one. We got another review. And this one, I, uh, I can only imagine, was unwarranted. <laughs> this was an actual honest review that we didn't have to beg for, I don't think.
0: Uh, I... But, I, I no one I talked to uh, said it was by them, so but it was apparently it was, we do have a fan.
1: We have a fan, yes, we do. Um, this is by UP Bears Fan, and this is exactly the type of podcast I've been looking for. That's all it says, but hey, he's a man of few words, so.
0: And we're two men of a lot of words, so yes. thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks. thanks for listening and thanks for reviewing, so.
0: It makes it worth the uh, the time and effort that we do put in into uh, these things. So, except for tonight, where we're just totally winging this. Yes, tonight
1: we are winging it. So, uh, that that brings us to the trades. Um, there weren't as many as we thought there might be on the trade deadline day, but leading up to it, it was pretty busy. Uh, we uh, we had a couple trades right before or right after, right before, sorry, the, uh, last shout And then, uh, the Blackhawks got into the mix cause we do certainly didn't know what was going to happen and we knew, you know, Kane was hurt and Blackhawks had to do something. But, um, uh, I will go, we'll, we'll go through the, uh, the least the league trades first, and then we'll finish off with the Blackhawks ones. And that's how we'll kind of, uh, get through this.
0: Oh, that's how we're doing this? I thought we were going to start with the Nick Letty to the Islanders trade that happened
1: uh, back no. in
0: October. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. No, that we will not.
0: That was a nice so. little productive day for the Islanders, October 4th. Yeah, no
1: kidding. No kidding. It pretty much got them in the playoffs. Yeah. So, Oh, oh and also on, on top of uh, that John Scott fight, yeah, like you mentioned before, uh, both Florida goalies got hurt tonight, and they had to dress their Goalie coach to be the backup goalie and put the first injured goalie back in net. So that's what kind of. And they were still within one goal, which is amazing. So it just goes to show you when you really, uh, you know, put your mind to it that you can. Uh, what you can pull off. Because if you can keep the other team away from your injured goalie long enough to not get completely uh, slaughtered, you're doing all right. So. Anyway, the first trade we'll go over, uh, Yarmer Yager to Florida from New Jersey. We kind of knew that Yager, we, get, I think we may have mentioned before that, that there was talk that Yager would come to the Blackhawks, which I did not want.
0: Would have sold a lot of jerseys, though.
1: Yeah, that's all it would have done. So uh, he was traded for a second-round pick in, in 2015 and a uh, third-round pick in 2016, so... Uh, I saw him playing tonight, so, you know, if they yep. get some veterans in there to help out the kids. It's, you know, it's not a bad thing. Plus, the Army guy gets out of play- paying income tax, so.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's always a positive.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, the next trade is one that's quite curious uh, it
0: could be actually the greatest trade of the trade deadline if you ask me.
1: Could be the greatest greatest trade ever made. <laughs> uh, Man, who
0: would have thought we'd be saying that about a Toronto trade, huh?
1: Yeah. Toronto traded Nathan or traded David Clarkson for Nathan Horton. Now David Clarkson is uh let's say not performing
0: <laughs> very I well. Yeah,
1: making a lot of money and not performing. So, for all you people that talk about, uh, you know, Corey Crawford, just look at uh, what Columbus just picked up. And then Nathan Horton, of course, has a degenerative back problem that means that he uh, probably won't play hockey again. But um, now I heard some other stories on this one that, like, they didn't insure his contract and it was this whole, this whole thing so that basically Nathan Horton can go play for Toronto and they can afford to pay for his injury problems or something like that. There's a whole drama, there's a whole story that uh, Wyshynski put together on it, but it's pretty interesting, actually, because Toronto gets out of that albatross of a contract with Clarkson, and they get Nathan Horton, who's on injured reserve, so they can use his cap space for long-term injured reserve to go over the cap. Or if they choose that they'd like to trade him somewhere that, to a team that may need some cap relief, they could do that as well. Uh, I don't really know why Columbus wanted David Clarkson, but in fact, I heard he got hurt tonight, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I, he did leave the game earlier. That's yeah. what I heard, too.
1: I don't know why you'd want David Clarkson, honestly. I don't know why anyone would want David Clarkson, but um, whatever. So... Yeah, that's that trade. Uh I I don't <laughs> I wish I laughed at it. No, oh, that's a brilliant trade. I wouldn't call it brilliant. Yeah. I mean like Merrick said, uh Nathan Horton pretty much did a solid for two organizations by waiving his no trade so that this thing could be pulled off. Because <laughs> apparently Nathan Horton had a uh had a no trade clause as well. So Yeah. Anyway, um let's see. Um who's next? That that fantastic Tim Gleason to
0: the Carolina? yeah. Yeah.
1: Tim Gleason uh from Carolina to uh the Capitals for Jack Hillen and a 2015 fourth round pick. That's a nothing trade. So really, honestly, that's, that's, that's a shit trade. <laughs> honestly, shit for shit. actually, there was a couple of, couple of trades that were shit for shit. Uh,
0: uh, there was a lot that were shit for shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, this next one's uh, shit for shit as well. Uh, Danny Heatley for Thomas Fleischman. Um, uh, that's Florida and the, the Ducks. But Danny Heatley wasn't even playing in the NHL, and he's uh, basically been done for a while. So I, uh, I honestly don't understand what uh, Florida would really want with Danny Heatley. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I know they want to get rid of Fleischer because it was probably a cap thing.
0: Yeah. It- I remember when Danny Heatley and the word trade would be a big thing. Now it's like, who cares?
1: Danny Heatley Speedwagon?
0: (laughs) You brought it up, not me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, trust me, there's a lot worse things that could be brought up at this point in time after what happened. In the the past, uh, what, six days, five days, something like that.
0: Gonna slowly walk around that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not touching that.
0: I don't need Patrick Sharp. Going after me in a lawsuit. <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Or Jeffrey Jeffrey Lupel. Did you hear about that <laughs> one? Oh, I did. Yeah, Jeffrey Lupul and uh Finuf. I mean, please, you're going to sue someone on you're going to see someone on Twitter. Come on, <laughs> idiots! This is never going to go through. You morons.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm glad though that the Hawks at least are trying to put this aside and at least addressing it, but uh, that's a topic for another day that, you know, probably we shouldn't come near. Yeah. What st- happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. Yeah. So,
1: moving on from that. <laughs> sidetrack number one. Yeah, sidetrack number one. Uh The Curtis Glencross trade. Curtis Glencross from Calgary to the Capitals. Uh Curtis Glencross was someone that was mentioned in Hawks Rumors, but he didn't end up here. We talked about that, how we, uh, basically, I had this irrational dislike for uh, <laughs> for Curtis Cross, and I didn't know why. There was just no reason for it. I just didn't like him. Uh, he was traded for a second-round pick and a third-round pick. Uh, you know, based on everything else that happened uh, uh, this trade deadline, it's pretty much going right for a player like uh, of his ilk.
0: So... It's that expiring contract that was appealing, probably.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so you know, Calgary got rid of that, and they, you know, picked up some pieces for the draft. It's good for that. Maybe one of those, uh, maybe those draft picks will come uh, Chicago's way this summer when, like I said, to shed cap room. So um, the next trade, let's see, the Rangers and Coyotes. Uh, I This trade, I actually The Coyotes Stole this trade This was just pure theft um, Keith Yandel And Chris Summers And a fourth round pick For John Moore, Anthony Duclair A 2016 conditional First round And a 2015 sec, second round pick I think Personally, this is, the Coyotes Stole this uh, Trade John Moore is a young, promising defenseman. Uh, Anthony Duclair is a very uh, talented young player, and uh, then, of course, two early, you know, draft picks for Keith Yando, who you know was maybe on the decline. Uh, I don't know about Chris Summers and, and a fourth-round draft pick, but. You know the Coyotes really picked up some nice young players there.
0: Didn't uh, uh, the Coyotes also retain some of the salary? Maybe I some handles. Yeah, yeah, I think I some handles. Right? Yeah,
1: which is fine. Big deal. Who cares?
0: Mix it. I'm trying to spin it a little bit more positive for the Rangers, but it's not working out too well.
1: No, I mean, well, you know, the Rangers like to do that. I mean, they did it with like Wayne Redden and, see?
0: oh, Wade Redden.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know. I, don't know. I, I, good for the Coyotes, wherever they play next year, or the year after that. So
0: probably the uh, Quebec. No, they're not going to Canada, <laughs> and not after the Canadian dollar. They'll probably end up in Kansas City, and then in five years we could talk about them relocating Seattle. Ugh. Yeah, they could play outside the Space Needle. How about that?
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The next, oh, the Rangers actually made three trades right in a row there. The next trade was uh, the Rangers traded Lee Stepniak to the Jets for Carl Klingberg, whoever Carl Klingberg is, Berg is.
0: and you know Stepniak was on the Rangers, to be honest, but yeah. I forgot about that.
1: I only remember because when the Black, I, I, when the Blackhawks were playing them earlier this year, I remember seeing him on the team, but. That's it. Uh, oh, this tweet comes up. Gerard Glantz says, Al Montoya hurt pretty bad. <laughs> the team will likely make a recall now.
0: Dan Ellis, I heard that's uh, the yeah. AHL goalie.
1: Yep. So. The next Rangers trade was James Shepard for a 2016 fourth-round pick. I mean... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they got James Shepherd, who cares. Uh moving on to that was uh the Red Wings or De Riot or De to Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> With all the various names we have. Um they made their uh their annual shit deal by getting Eric Cole from Dallas. Uh, with a conditional third-round pick for Matthias Backman, Matthias Janmark, and uh, a second-round pick.
0: Apparently they like the name Matthias.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, Eric Cole's kind of on the, I guess he's a decent power forward. But
0: uh, Yeah, he was a decent power forward, what, seven, eight years ago?
1: Yeah. I I didn't even know he was, yeah, I I barely knew he was still playing, so
0: did you know Brad Boys is still playing in the NHL? Uh,
1: <laughs> only because I saw him on TV the other day. Yeah, playing exactly. against the Blackhawks.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well <laughs> oh, these next two trades pissed me off severely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's what you get for staying up
0: late. Uh I'll tell the quick story after you say both of the trades. Yeah.
1: The first trade, uh the uh the lightning traded, Brett Conley to the Bruins for a second, two second-round picks, one this year, one next year, and then they traded, they traded for Braden Colburn from the Flyers for Red Gudis, a 2015 first-round pick and a 2015 third-round pick. Uh, I like Reko Gudis.
0: Yeah, I don't understand the package that they gave up to get Braden Coburn.
1: Not only did it give up Brad Gogutis, who's a really good, you know, young, he's like, you know, a less cheap Brad Marchment when Brad Marchment was, you know, the premier checker in the league. And and they also gave up a first-round pick uh, for Braden Coburn? <laughs> really?
0: Well, the whole story of this is I, I kind of had a weird feeling Sunday night that we were going to have a midnight trade, so it's about to, you know, I normally shut it down anyways between twelve around 1230. So I sit there, I hop on Twitter, and I get, like, 17 different tweets from, like, guys from Sportsnet, TSN. They're like, don't go to bed. We have a trade that, you know, is about to be announced. So I'm like, all right, well, I know if I try to fall asleep, it's not going to work. So I stay up, and the trade that's announced is Brett Conley for two draft picks. I'm like, I better not have stayed awake till almost 1 o'clock for this bullshit. And then not five minutes later, the Braden-Coburn deal comes through, and people are going, oh, wow, that's a big trade. I'm like, no, it's really not, and I would have rather have been in bed by 1230 than stay up for these two horse shit deals. And then you get the royal half being a you know, smartass on the West Coast, uh, reminding people that Braden-Coburn was once traded by the Thrashers for Alexey Zitnik. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, it ended up being like 130 before I, I end up, the blood pressure was so damn high from... Being pissed off from staying up for these and fucking trade deadline. I hate it.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Braden Colburn, they just showed him in his first Tampa Bay Lightning fight uh. against uh, Felino. I think it was, yeah, Marcus Foligno.
0: Not to be confused with Nick, right?
1: Right. Not to be Not to be confused at all. So, that was those are those two shit trades. Yeah, um, thank
0: you, Tampa Bay, for the sleep-deprived night Sunday night. Appreciate that.
1: <laughs> the uh, Canadians picked up uh, Brian Flynn and Jeff Petrie, um, basically for three draft picks to two different teams: the Oilers and uh, two teams that are racing for dishonor for Connor: <laughs> uh, the, the Buffalo Sabers and uh, the Oilers.
0: I can't believe the Oilers didn't get a first-round pick out of that. For Petrie? I, yeah, I'm just... If Braden Coburn's getting a first-round pick, I think Petrie's got more upside. Yeah. But that's, that's just me. Leave it to the Oilers to screw something up like that.
1: Yeah. no, oh, and they did. <laughs> the Oilers keep oiling. Uh, to follow up that trade, the, uh, the Blues and Coyotes made a trade, which was... Uh, Maxim Latunov for Zabanic McAleck. <laughs> okay, and a conditional draft pick. Uh, you know, whatever, the Blues picking up a defenseman. They'll probably These ruin him.
0: We're starting to get the slim pickings here on the trades.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm not mentioning the Blackhawks trade, so. It's, it's just, yeah, slim pickings, garbage for garbage, the Freddie Hamilton for Carl Stolery. <laughs>
0: I'm not I'm not even going to be I'm going to be honest. I don't know who the fuck those two are.
1: I don't either and why would why would they even trade them?
0: Yeah.
1: Um huh. Ian Cole goes to the uh Pens from the Blues for Robert Portuzo and a 7th round pick. Uh D for D, I guess. I don't okay. know what you're accomplishing there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um the Islanders and Canucks hooked up for uh, Corey Conacher for Dustin Jeffrey. Conacher is now on uh, Vancouver. So yeah, he,
0: he was reporting straight to the AHL, from what I heard. So the annual Corey Conacher draft or uh, deadline deal was to an AHL team this year. Yeah. So. He's giving Oli Jokinen a run for the money for the mo- for being dealt the most so far. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll be hitting and him. We'll real be soon. Getting, yeah, we'll be getting to him really soon.
1: Yeah. Um, Matt Clark goes to the Avalanche for Michael's Garbosa and a conditional seventh-round pick. Again, two guys I got I know nothing about. Uh, the Islanders get Tyler Kennedy, the Pug, the Pigman, for a conditional seventh-round pick. Boy, that's really, that is really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Trade a seventh round pick for the pig man. Yikes. Just oh, the
0: pig man. It
1: just goes to show how far down the depth chart he's gone.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when he was really high on, was it Pittsburgh's list back yeah. in the day? Yeah. And now you're being traded for a conditional seventh round pick. That's Carcillo territory there. I think
1: you could get more for Carcillo. Hey, you're right yeah so uh the coyotes and Islanders traded uh, Mark Louie for goalie David Leggio 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 um the New Jersey Devils traded Merrick Zedlicky to the Red Wings because they don't have enough old defensemen there. For just conditional draft picks. There wasn't even anything listed there. So, basically nothing. Uh,
0: it could have just been like more specific and said garbage. Assorted garbage it would have been probably more descriptive and closer to the description.
1: Yeah. It's really like, we don't want to give you anything. We just want to take this guy off your hands.
0: Give you sorted crap for a 1000 Yeah, that? when
1: we figure out what the shittiest draft picks we have are, we're going to send them your way. So, um, the Buffalo Sabres traded their remaining decent goalie, Michael Neuwirth, to the Islanders so he can back up Halak. And uh, they got back Ch- goalie Chad Johnson. And a third-round pick, so poor Chad Johnson goes from a playing playoff team to a dishonor for Connor team.
0: Yeah, apparently uh, he was not thrilled that TSN asked him about that. and he I, I couldn't read the article, because so TSN is blocked at work, but apparently he had some choice words for TSN when they asked him about that, huh? going from a first-place to a last-place team. That's the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't like it's, it, though.
0: Truth hurts sometimes. Tough
1: Shit, welcome to the NHL, kid. Um, oh God, this trade, um, what the
0: hell was this trade? Yeah. I saw this trade. Welcome to 2008, everyone. I saw this trade. I'm like, what the hell? It's just, it's yeah. a horrible trade. <laughs> yeah. The, uh,
1: the ducks acquired James was in and a third round pick for Renee Bork, William Carlson, and a second round pick. Uh, um, I don't go know ahead. what.
0: <laughs> Take I don't know floor on this one. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know what the what the Blue Jackets would want with Renee Bork, and I don't know what the Ducks want with James Wisniewski and that shitty contract he's got. But they got him. <laughs> they got the wizard back.
0: Should so, I go run and get my James Wisniewski Blackhawks T-shirt?
1: No, <laughs> you should burn it.
0: You yeah. should
1: definitely burn it. Uh, so, I, as I said on Twitter, uh, someone please alert Brent Seabrook that, uh, James Wisniewski is back at the Western Conference. Because he he's com- sure, he's sure to get charged again.
0: <laughs> as he comes flying in from the blue light yeah. at 100 miles yeah. an hour. Dick bag. <clears throat> uh,
1: the, uh, Blue Jackets also picked up Justin Falk, defenseman Justin Falk uh from the um minnesota wild for jordan leopold which had a kind of cool backstory to it apparently uh leopold's daughter wrote a letter to the wild uh front office saying hey please bring my daddy back home because i guess he's from minnesota or something yeah she uh I, i i don't know the letter word for word but it was basically you know bring my daddy back home and they did they traded for him so that was kind of a cool story uh you know i don 't know if he 's going to help him any, but you know the story that he's back home is good
0: yeah that's uh, he 's probably what on the twilight of his career, so
1: yeah, yeah in fact i, I honestly didn 't know he was still playing
0: <laughs> most people in Columbus don 't know that' yeah. or, uh you know when you 're on columbus that 's the assessment most people have
1: this is true uh, uh another trade another head scratching trade the uh the dumbass St. Louis Blues traded for Ole Jokinen.
0: This and, pissed me off so bad.
1: <laughs> and they gave up one of their younger, like, you know, promising players, which is Joachim Lindstrom for Ole Jokinen. And a and, uh, conditional uh, sixth-round pick uh, Toronto got as well. So good for Toronto on that one. They got rid of the dead weight of Ole Jokinen. And uh, they picked up Lindstrom, who was actually gelling – Pretty well, I believe, with uh, Tarasenko, wasn't it?
0: Um, I'm not going to pretend to know that I care about the Blues.
1: Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> care either. I, I like to see him make stupid moves because they're really they're really pieces of shit. So,
0: oh, I'm all for that. Trust me.
1: Yeah. So uh, we're going to have to watch all Jokin in the playoffs this year in his stupid face. <laughs> and good that they traded a nice, you know, a nice young player over to the Eastern Conference. Right where he belongs.
0: That was a true story, too. I said on Twitter, I did let out the loudest son of a bitch when he got traded to the Blues.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the Blackhawks can exploit that when they get when they meet him in the playoffs. So. Uh, the next trade, let's see. The uh, Avalanche traded Max Talbot and Paul Carey for Jordan Caron in a sixth-round pick. The only person I really know in that uh, is Max Talbot, and he's another Tyler Kennedy in the twilight of his career.
0: Yeah, do you remember when he was big on uh, the Penguins, too, back in the...
1: All these ex-Penguins that are just flaming out.
0: Yeah, that Pierre McGuire got all, you know, slobbering love affairs with, essentially.
1: Well, you know, that's kind of like Jesse Rogers and his slobbering love affair with Ben Smith. That's now (laughs) over.
0: That was the greatest tweet ever. By cheer the anthem. Nobody misses you, <laughs> to <Yes>. Jesse Rogers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, guys. That was fantastic.
1: It was couldn't have been any more true either.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, let's see. Rounding out some of the trades here. Ben Lovejoy got traded back to Pittsburgh for uh, Simon Dupre. Whatever. Just okay. Depth, depth defenseman. Uh, the Bruins got Zach Phillips from Minnesota for Jared Knight. The Canadians got Tory Mitchell for Jack Nevins, Heavens Nevins, (laughs) Uh, in another trade with the uh, Dishonor for Connor team, Buffalo. Uh, The Toronto uh, Maple Leafs got Eric Brewer in a fifth round pick for uh, Corbidian, Holzer, whatever that guy is. That is what it is.
0: Yeah, not even. I, I again I didn't know Eric Brewer was still playing in the NHL. So there yeah. you go.
1: I thought the last time I saw Eric Brewer, he was on uh, Tampa. Yeah, uh. but then come to think about it, I think I remember him being traded at trade trade deadline last year to the Ducks. So good for him. He can go to the he can go to the Leafs now and die. Uh, This this trade actually was pretty curious to me. I was kind of surprised to see this trade. Um, It's it's Uh, not a well known name, but I was very surprised to see it.
0: But a high prospect that what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I Uh, was kind of yeah. I was caught off guard by this one too.
1: Sven Barchi, I think that's how you say his name. uh, From Calgary, was traded to Vancouver for a second round pick. He's one of the. He's kind of like the um, almost like the Tevu of Calgary. You know, he was a young, promising prospect that, you know, was just on the cusp of, you know, coming up and doing something big. And apparently Calgary gave up on him and had no need for him. But to send him to someone that's in, you know, your same division, I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Especially, now you're going to have to face him for how many years coming down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with that one.
1: Yeah, I don't. That's... uh, that, that's a head scratcher. If I ever meet Brian Burke, I'm going to have to ask him. <laughs> and there's a chance I could meet him someday. So, <clears throat> and the last trade uh, that uh, right after the uh, the trade deadline bell went off was uh, Chris Stewart was traded from Buffalo to Minnesota for a 2017 second round pick. So. Chris Stewart finally did get traded although it wasn't to the Bruins like everyone said he was.
0: Another one though. My how far that he has fallen. Yeah. I remember when he was on uh Colorado, he was like the next greatest thing.
1: Yep. He was on the Blues. He's been traded around yeah. a lot. I think he might have an attitude problem. So So that's it as far as the uh the trades go. Um it's- you know i did i don't I don't know that there's necessarily one team that stands out that really did a whole lot of uh, you know acquisitions there there are people that definitely uh you know filled some holes here and there but for the most part I don't know that anyone ran away with with uh, the acquisitions they made so.
0: I think maybe uh I kind of agree with uh what Pierre lebrun said I think it was lebrun uh calgary may have been a big winner by not freaking out over the Giordano injury and trading away their future to make one run this year. So I kind of agree with him on that—that that they might, oh, have yeah. been, they might have been a big winner by not really doing anything other than the Barshke trade.
1: Yeah, they traded Glenn Cross too.
0: Oh yeah. Well, but, I mean, they got—they the, were got trade the Glenn
1: assets. Cross anyway.
0: Yeah, they got—he has to be traded, so. Yeah, and then they got the assets in the in return, so yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I th- I would say that they did pretty well for themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was there was you know a couple head scratchers, but nothing uh, extraordinary.
0: Uh, the James Wisniewski one is still weird. Just yeah. the the names that were going back. It's well, like,
1: that and the Horton and, and Clarkson one, which is just you know, that's going to be a footnote in history forever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well. You'll notice that I left out all the Blackhawks stuff, and we'll kind of go over the Blackhawks stuff now. Um, Blackhawks made uh, four trades. One of them was early on and was only minor league deal, but then they actually went out there and did something. Uh, all the years that we went out there and, uh, you know, Stan Bowman didn't do anything. And this year we knew kind of knew he had to because this is really their last uh, major run with this crew until, uh, who knows? So, um, he started off, uh, right after our shoutcast by trading AHL lifer TJ Brennan to the Maple Leafs for, uh, Spencer Abbott, who is basically an AHL lifer himself. uh, I don't know if they just got rid of Brennan because he was never going to get a chance here and maybe he'd get a chance in Toronto. Maybe. <clears throat> I really don't know. Uh, I thought he was with Toronto last year, honestly, but I'd have to look that up.
0: I think he was, too.
1: Yeah, I think he was with Toronto and then he signed with the Islanders with a chance to play for the big club and then they traded him to the Blackhawks and then he goes back to the, the Maple Leafs. He's just going to... I don't know. He he's going to be forever in the uh, the AHL. Uh, people don't like him. While he was an all star and the top scorer for the Ice Hogs, he never. I don't ever think he got any consideration to be brought up.
0: I, yeah, he played he played with the Toronto Marlies last year, but yeah. he, he signed with the Leafs.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, his defense must be a, a fucking smoldering garbage pile.
0: Brian Burrard must be really proud of it. Yeah,
1: because uh, to be that offensively gifted and not get even a sniff of the NHL, something's got to be up. And then, you know, consequently, the Spencer Abbott is the same thing. He was, you know, a big scorer in college, big scorer, you know, in the AHL. He scored, you know, he had pretty decent numbers in the AHL, but... He hasn't had a sniff of the NHL either, so he his he must have some issues as well. So I don't even know why the Blackhawks would have picked him up, but other than the fact that you know they have a shit ton of defense in Rockford, <clears throat> but you know, speaking of Rockford, we a lot of people thought we'd see uh, Anti Ranta leave, but uh, that wasn't to be. So he'll he'll be around for a while,
0: for about another three months. Three yeah. or four months. Yeah. They may
1: keep him. You know, they may keep him because with Michael Leighton gone, because uh, he's only got that one-year deal, Layton was probably going to go somewhere, place, you know, back up somewhere. Um and if they bring up Matt Caruth, Caruth and Ranta and, and Rockford isn't a bad uh 1-2. Uh, yeah,
0: you got Yeah, maybe I was quick to uh write Ranta out of town.
1: Yeah. I I don't know at this point. I mean, he's cheap. Uh, he can still be passed through. Uh, you know, he can still be brought up or down if they have any issues. They don't have to worry about waivers, so you know. I think yeah. it, it wouldn't be bad to keep him. You know, it sucks for him, but you know.
0: Yeah. After a while, the food at the Rockford Olive Garden has to get kind of bland.
1: Yeah. No shit. The Rockford. Uh, Tackle Bell too.
0: Hey hey hey! Don't hate on Taco Bell. <laughs> uh,
1: then the then the big trades started coming for the Blackhawks. Uh, it was announced that the Blackhawks. Now this this set you off into a freaking tirade. Oh
0: yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> this, this is uh this is why you should never write while your emotions are running high because yeah. then you look I was like like, a total asshole. <laughs> Yeah,
1: sorry to take a drink. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah, I did. I did many of those after I heard about this trade. This was after.
1: This was uh, during. Uh, which game was it?
0: The Tampa Bay. Well, it was one team. Sho- yeah, one team showed up for that game.
1: Yeah, well, they were too busy in the locker room celebrating the the uh, chemo team and in trade. Yes, it was announced during like the first period of the, of, the uh, of that game, which you were doing the recap for, that the Blackhawks had acquired Kemo Timonen for a second round pick and a conditional fourth round pick. Uh, Kemo Timonen, for those who don't know, they you probably know now. He had been out all season with uh, blood clots in his lung and his legs, which could have been life threatening, but apparently they they treated it and it's fine and. Uh, he had been training, and he was actually medically cleared to play, and was supposed to play his first game Saturday night in uh, Philly. But obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, I was not as adamant about the trade as you were.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I went batshit crazy for a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, you were not happy about this. Then, right?
0: then I woke up Saturday and I was like, you know what? I could, you know, it's not that bad. Chris no. Block, Chris Block, kind of reeled me back in and said, "You know what? It's going to be okay."
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a veteran guy. He's been a captain. He can play in any uh, you know in, in any situation. He hasn't really played much this year, so he's not going to be burnt out like Michael Roosevelt. Uh, you know, he's pretty much fits the Blackhawks style. He's just you know old. And by old, I mean he's exactly 372 days younger than me. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I figured that much out.
0: That's part of the reason that set me off. That he's old? Yeah, and that's a stupid excuse, too. But the also thing, you don't know what you're getting almost because of the, the questionable, you know, of the blood clots and everything. But in the end, I guess I could live with it, so... Yeah. If it means less Roosevelt down the line, then the better.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he he played decently the other night against, uh, <clears throat> whatchamacallit, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes.
0: It was but heat it, of the moment writing on my part during that recap. That's all. Yeah. I should have I waited a little bit.
1: I've, I've come to find out that usually with trades, I have to let them sink in for a second. I have to kind of like... Basically, you literally just sleep on it. Like, you know, if you get an argument, yeah. you get a big, huge argument, heated argument with someone, and you sleep on it, and you wake up the next day, and you kind of feel like, all right, maybe I was a little overreacting, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: There may have been a slight overreaction on my part. Eh, well,
1: that's, what, that's why we're called puck and hostile, right?
0: Yeah. yeah the yeah. sarcasm note, just a little bit. In yeah. name, you know?
1: But, I mean, you know, and the bottom line is, is Stan Bowman, he pulled off a pretty decent trade, I guess. You know, I can't hate yeah, on I, it.
0: You're we got a player gonna for that, nothing, and you are going to get that second round pick back when you got a shed salary. So yeah, you,
1: you you know who cares about a fourth round pick? But you know, you, you will get uh, you know. Th- we'll talk more about picks you know in a little bit, but um, you know, you'll you'll get you will recover some picks, and uh, you know.
0: I don't know. There's a team out there that's, that still values Brian Bickle worthy of giving up a second-round pick.
1: Or, or uh, s- Patrick Sharp.
0: I think that's more about the next trade than anything.
1: Yeah. Well, and I will say, um, I mentioned on Twitter, and a couple of people called me on it, where I said that I will admit uh, that I would rather lose Corey Crawford than Brent Seabrook. Because it's the truth. Um, with the way the roster is going to – and let me explain that a little bit. The way the roster is going to turn over next year, basically the bottom three defensemen are going to probably be gone. So if you lose Brent Seabrook too, you've you've lost four of your six defensemen.
0: I, You know what? I agree because people were asking me too about, like, who are you going to trade in the offseason, Seabrook or Sharp? And I'm like, uh, there's not even a question anymore. No. No. It's not – I mean, Seabrook has almost become – I hate to use the term untradeable, but I'd say him, Keith, and Jalmerson have become untradeable. Yeah. I I mean, you'd rather
1: be stacked on defense, really, honestly. Yeah. So and, – and Seabrook is one of my favorite players on the team, but that's not the reason why I, why I would rather lose Crawford because I like Crawford too. But if I had to choose between the two, I would think that the way the Blackhawks play, they could – Um, they could recover better with Crawford leaving than they would with Seabrook leaving. I would agree. So,
0: yeah, and apparently, uh, some ass clown doesn't get my whole sarcasm trade of Bernier for Crawford, and I had to explain that to a moron on Thursday night, and then you had to chime in (laughs) on that too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that I don't know.
0: I can't wait for that text message tomorrow morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You
0: dumb son of (laughs) a (laughs) fool.
1: So that trade, uh, you know, you've calmed down on that one.
0: Yeah, I calmed down literally Saturday afternoon when I woke up. Keyword, afternoon.
1: Yeah, afternoon. There you go. Then the next uh, the next day, um, the big trade comes through. I was out of town for a hockey tournament, and uh, but I was watching closely. And uh, as I was laying down for the night, Antoine Vermette was traded to the Blackhawks for Klaus Dahlbeck and a fir- first-round pick in 2015, which is actually a nice return for the Coyotes. So if, like, you know, I was saying before that I don't know anyone that really stole the trade deadline the Coyotes may have because they pick what up John Moore Anthony Duclair a conditional first round, a second round and then they got a first round from the Blackhawks and Klaus they've got some they've got something there
0: well that's because the NHL never mind, I'm not going there
1: <laughs> is it a conspiracy to make yes. the Blackhawks lose?
0: yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking dummies
0: and now, contrary to the text message of "fucking Dahlback" with an exclamation mark that I sent to you, <laughs> I was just more of surprised that it was Dahlback going than yeah. anything. I mean, that's all it was. You got to pay the price sometimes. To, you know, if, it was more of, as soon as I heard Vermette to the Hawks, I got the and saw the return. I was like, you know what? I can live with this because it tells me that Bowman's actually not sitting on his hands. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very critical of Stan Bowman. And the and the cautious approach he takes to things, but he deserves credit on this.
1: Well, yeah, he stepped up when he when he really had to slap his balls on the table. He really did. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Blackhawks with Vermont, they get a guy who could play any any uh, any scenario. He could win faceoffs, even though he didn't the other night <laughs> in his debut. Um, you know, you could pretty much put him anywhere, and he and he could fill that void that. That Brad Richards basically created.
0: What Brad Richards has vacated? Yeah. Me.
1: Brad Richards, if, if, if Michael Hanzo Andrew Shaw.
0: If anyone has seen Brad Richards, if you'd like to return him to the United Center, it'd be fantastic. <laughs>
1: there is a reward.
0: It's a slight reward.
1: Yeah, you you could get a uh, Ben Smith jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the best part about the Vermette trade is the number he's rocking.
1: No, no. There's I, I, I can't, I, as I said, I, I can't be on board with number 80. I, there wasn't a damn good number 80 out there anywhere.
0: Kevin Weeks, bro.
1: <laughs> exactly, because I'm watching him on the NHL Network.
0: <laughs> Kevin Weeks and uh, some goalie in Germany.
1: I believe Nick Andropov was number 82. Yeah. which He sucked, too. So yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the number eighty. He should have went with something else.
0: Should've went with fifty. Oh no wait, never mind. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the number fifty, so there you go.
1: I'm not really either.
0: It's not a good forward number. It's, no.
1: But I do love uh Tiemann's number. I do love forty four.
0: Yeah, we're sad to see one forty four go in dollback, but at least he got one for in uh Tiemann. Yeah.
1: I do like forty four a lot. That is like one of my favorite numbers of all. Um. but yeah I mean the Blackhawks they, they pick up Vermette you're not going to be able to keep him he's actually cheaper than I thought he was he's only like three and three quarter million or something like that Uh, and uh, for another second round you know he's just a little bit more expensive than Brad Richards and uh, I guess he's going to end up being a better player than Brad Richards cause Brad <laughs> Richards is now the third line center for the Blackhawks who knows what happens down the road but
0: Yeah, Brad Richards, uh, I was all for backing him up, but it's it's gone downhill real fast. Well, he looked really good for a
1: while. And, uh, you know, speaking of going downhill, how about Chris Rustig, Jesus?
0: (laughs) No longer serviceable? No, he was
1: not serviceable, nor was he adequate. The last couple games, he's been terrible. He's he's gone back to that shitty Chris Rustig. I think think, uh, someone slipped it in there on Bowman. (laughs) <laughs> Pulled the chip out of the back of his head and turned him into shitty Versteeg again.
0: Well, he must have come back from an injury too soon, that's all.
1: You think? <laughs>
0: and that's then, the best uh, I could come up with.
1: Yeah. And then the last trade, which I don't necessarily... I get as a cap thing. But... It's basically... Uh, like I said, it's garbage for a little less garbage. <laughs> uh, ben Smith was traded to the San Jose Sharks for a con- uh, with a conditional seventh round pick, so basically a bag of shit, nothing. <laughs> for Andrew DeJardin, who I don't know why anyone would want would trade for Andrew Andrew DeJardin. Maybe this for the same reason the Calgary Flames traded for Brandon Bolig.
0: Red sandpaper,
1: Grit and Sam sand- more more hits more grit and then i gotta get into a fight with an asshole on uh on uh facebook about this about this
0: i know where you're going it's exhausting (laughs) it's
1: fucking exhausting it really is you know people just don't be an idiot i think
0: you i think you text me that exact thing It's uh, a complete waste of time. and That was at 7 o'clock this morning. I'm like, all right, that sums that up nicely about the war you were in last night. Yeah.
1: I mean, Ben Smith is a good fourth-line player. He occasionally can spot somewhere else. He can play all forward positions, and he's a good penalty killer. That's what you get out of Ben Smith. He's probably not going to be anything any more than that. And if Jesse Rogers says anything otherwise, he's wrong. Because Jesse Rogers used to think he was a top-six forward.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Remember when he scored that goal in the playoffs <laughs> against the Canucks?
0: Oh, yeah, that's like your only Ben Smith memory.
1: Yeah, well, the, Jesse Rogers was tooting his horn to play a top six. Top six.
0: Yeah. You know, I'll never have anything bad to say about Ben Smith because I admire his work ethic and his effort that he you know brings to the table every night, but that's just asinine to sit there and call him a top six no, player. No, he's
1: not a top six player. He's a, he's a smallish uh, digger, really. That's really all he is. So they trade, you know, a young, you know, young depth forward for a cement head that wears number sixty-nine, even though he's not going to wear it here. Uh, Andrew Desjardins, and if anyone, uh, has to, if anyone has a question about Andrew Desjardins and his uh, and, and his cement headedness. Look up the hit on Jamal Mayers a couple of years back in the playoffs where he uh, damn near took Mayers' head clean off with an elbow in the back of the head. And tell me what a good player Desjardins is and what he's going to provide for this team. Uh, he's a center. They already have a shit ton of centers. So I don't know. Where are they going to they throw him on the wing? Where are they going to do a Carcillo? You can't play Desjardins and Carcillo together. Oh, man. (laughs) Those two are the same player, really. Desjardins may have a little bit more restraint than uh, Carcello, but not much. So is that what we're putting together for a fourth line? Please tell me no. I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I get, like I said before, I get that there's going to be some cap relief. Uh, I believe the Sharks retain some salary.
0: And yeah, some of
1: it, yeah. Ben Smith made, what, like a million and a half. So I don't remember what Desjardins makes, but basically I think they only have like 500,000 of Desjardins' salary or something like that. So they're saving like a million dollars on it. Okay, it, it, that's, if that's what you have to do to save a million dollars, okay. <laughs> it just, it, it does, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with them. We're gonna get. We're gonna be forced to deal with Andrew Desjardins for the rest of the season. So,
0: but the real winner in this trade was the infamous clearance rack at Pro Jersey, because now there will be a nice assortment of Ben Smith shirts marked down.
1: Yeah, and you just take the nameplate off and you put Steve Larmer on the back, and
0: there you go. go. Trust me, I got the Michelle Goulet one ready to go when Kruger gets traded. I I would
1: actually do that if give me a Ben Smith clearance jersey. I'll put uh, a on the back. <laughs> I said that to our boy uh, Derek Harms. He's got a Ben Smith jersey. I said, take the nameplate off and put Steve Larmer on there. Yeah, and then and then he replies with, "Well, I was too young to remember when Steve Larmer was the captain. Steve oh, Larmer uh. wasn't the captain. <laughs> Steve Larmer was not the captain of the Blackhawks.
0: Right. We are. He
1: wore a letter, but he was not a captain.
0: We are deducting a point <laughs> from Mister Harms." Yeah. <laughs> what in the blue hell
1: is wrong with you? <laughs> so, that really wraps up the Blackhawks trades. So, that's where we're at uh, with the with the trade deadline. Uh, we're not going to go over the games. We're going to go all over. We're going to, next week when we do the shoutcast, we'll go over all the games. But we just wanted to wrap up, uh, you know, what happened. Uh because it would have taken us three hour three hours just to do this in the next showcase. We would have, we would have had uh we would have had to go completely overnight <laughs> to take to do that. So So that's where we stand. Um, you got anything else to, you want to talk about or bring up?
0: Um, no, not that I can think of. <laughs>
1: All righty, then.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, no, I, I did want to bring this up uh, because I, when Scott Darling got brought up, who's from Lamont, by the way. Uh, really? He got, yeah, that's what I've heard. Excellent job at plowing the roads to uh, Lamont. Fantastic. I look forward now to getting to Lamont daily when it snows. <laughs> but uh, I, I have to bring this up because in one of our old shoutcasts, I don't remember which episode it is. I believe I dropped the line when we had announced the Blackhawks signings that uh, on that showcast. Yeah. And you said they had signed Scott Darling. And you said something along the lines of uh, not real much you know, there. And I think I may have said, if Scott Darling is on the Blackhawks at any point this year, the Blackhawks are in serious trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you came up with, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, well. I'm going to look it up and find out which episode it was.
1: Yeah, you, I guess we can't be right on everything.
0: No. And, you know, and Scott people, Darlin, people
1: would think we were cheating if we were right about everything.
0: Speaking of Scott Darling, it is currently 10.33 right now, too.
1: Ooh, 10.33. <laughs> we can't wait until the 33rd episode?
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's got Dirk Graham written all over it, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe Adriana coin? Who knows?
1: Oh, come on, Captain Healthy Scratch, please.
0: <laughs> Aw groin, as we call them. Me and my buddy called them.
1: Aw groin? Yeah, <laughs> All right, let's yeah, wrap this up.
0: Let's, yeah, before we get, yeah.
1: Yeah. Before so this shortened, uh, thanks for listening to this uh, shortened pocket and Hustle shoutcast on the off week. Um, Which sh-
0: shortened and it still went over an hour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it could have been over two, so. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, Visit, visit my boy, my, my boy John at Black and Tan Sports. Uh, fuck him. Because he beat me in the tournament this weekend. And, I th- and he scored a goal on me. Two goals on me, I think. So he can eat shit. Did
0: you go took a rask on him and break your stick on the crossbar?
1: No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. But I did uh, I did slash him a few times in front of the net. So There you go. But the guy is like 6'5", so I kind of got, I have to watch what I do. Because basically it's like John Scott versus uh, Derek Dorsett. Mommy, why is John beating up on that little kid goalie
0: true story that was my nephew asking his mother that the last, <laughs> when the first uh visit to columbus yeah yeah so uh-huh.
1: john and his jerseys at black and tan sports uh, check it out if you want to get your uh ben Smith jersey changed over to a uh steve larmer jersey maybe but don't put a captain's letter on there only an a <laughs> only an a Derek harms
0: Let's try to think who else infamously wore number 28 between uh, Larmer and Ben Smith. I don't even know. (laughs) No, I'm just trying to get you to two hours in the (laughs) shoutcast.
1: If if we're going to sit around and wait for two hours for that, then this is going to be a a much more boring uh, shoutcast than it already is.
0: There's been some dead silence during this (laughs) one. A lot of head-scratching deals. Yeah.
1: Um if you get it, if anyone gets a chance please uh like uh the UP uh Bears fan and our boy Tarek Arms head over to uh iTunes rate and review us if you can navigate that stupid setup that they have there we appreciate it that uh the better feedback we get uh the more people less, listen to it and uh you know we can keep doing us uh you can read all of our stuff Puck and Hustle Blackhawksnews.com, blackhawksblog.com, me on the Twitters and the Facebook, Puck, at Puck and Hostel. Uh, you can find my cohort, Pat, on the Twitters, at Patrick underscore uh, The usual shout outs, the uh, Committed India guys, uh, Forklift CT and the crew at Hockey Night, Chris Black at uh, Third Man In, Puck Chatter Radio, uh, all the guys over at Cheer the Anthem, Keith and the crew at Blackhawk Up, uh, Greg Boyson. And the crew at Let's Let'sGoHawks.net. Um, and I also would like to say uh, shout-out to the Second City Hockey team. Um, I believe it was uh, Satchel uh, that uh, I was talking to the other day. And uh, so, yeah, that's that. And Scott King, too, Scott King Media. Uh, we were talking about Florida the other day. He's he's down in Orlando and going through all the things that I went through last week. So. Uh, And uh, finally, Mike Figueroa, Sig Arts. Uh, Someday, one of these days, I will finally get my uh, half sleeve. Who knows when that will be. And uh, any of you who uh, are interested in uh, reptiles, any kind of reptiles, I actually will be working at the NARBC, which is the uh, North American Reptile Breeder Convention. At the Timley Park uh, Convention Center. Uh, Not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. So I will be out there. Uh, I actually will be working at the booth for um, Psychotic Exotics. It's... uh, So... If you come out and say hi, uh, you know, it's uh, it's always kind of cool. The guy, uh, I don't... Have you ever... uh, I don't know what TV show that is, but it's on one of those, like the National Geographic a guy called uh, Ton Jones. He's one of the guys where they where they go into uh, like old, uh, 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 God, like storage areas. They go into, uh, to old store and they like, you know, r- they buy the storage. Uh, the storage thing—they like bid on it, and then they go in there and they pull all the shit out and find out stuff that's you know worth money and stuff like that. He was in—he was on one of those shows a couple of years back. His name is Ton Jones, and he's there, or he's usually there. I don't know if he's gonna be there this year, but he usually is. So, you know, watch—he probably won't be there, so it will be all for naught. <clears throat> I was going to
0: say, did, did you just ask me if I watched the National Geographic channel?
1: I don't think it's the National Geographic, but it's something like that. It's one of those off, you know, a e or something like that. And it's not uh, it's not the one. Uh,
0: well, I was just going to say, as we found out last episode, I didn't know what a, a gull is, so there you go. I think <laughs> I'm watching the National Geographic channel. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is true. That's yeah. way too highbrow for you. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got any shout outs?
0: Uh, we'll go with uh, Adam from Feathers in the Hat, who is scheduled to be on next time, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And that's uh, uh, those hooligans over at Four Feathers, who apparently now just got around to following us on Twitter. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that after the months and months of free plugs I've given you. <laughs> and also, I'd like to give a shout out to. Sonoga printing company because i told him i would now come through with the damn shirts that we've been asking for
1: yeah no kidding i mean he was he was bugging me for the longest time and then all of a sudden he disappeared
0: yeah so uh Derek harms find hit find that uh company on facebook and send them hate mail i'm forwarding it to him and it's just it's falling on deaf ears he wants to hear from the customers themselves apparently so that's okay. it i'm Derek. done
1: there you go. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, for every, Thanks everybody. Uh, good night, and uh, don't be a meathead.
0: Thank you again for coming down here and joining us tonight. I hope you had a great time because we sure did. And we will be back. You've been great. We've been Megadeth. Good night.